Would you like to exchange best practices and ideas to improve care, enhance operational efficiency, and address financial challenges with your peers? Becker's Healthcare is facilitating these conversations at their 8th Annual Health IT, Digital Health, and RCM meeting. You can check your eligibility for complimentary attendance at the link in the description. We are excited to welcome you in October. This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Today, I'm thrilled to be joined by Jeffrey Vincent Sr., who is the Senior Vice President and Chief Cyber and Information Security Officer at Harris Health System. Jeffrey, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Well, thank you for having me, Laura. Happy to be here. Absolutely. And I'm looking forward to our discussion, too, just because I know there's so much happening in the healthcare cybersecurity space. Things are changing constantly. And, you know, it's really helpful to speak with you and learn more about what you're doing at Harris Health System. But before we dive into my questions, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background? Sure, sure, Laura. So, so once again, my name is Jeffrey Vinson, Sr. I'm a, the Chief Cyber and Information Security Officer here at Harris Health System in Houston, Texas. Uh, I've been here almost a decade, and my, my background uh, is, uh, I'll say, pure cyber, if you will. Uh, former military officer, uh, did uh, signals intelligence. Uh, I've been working again for uh, over 25 years uh, doing information security, cyber. Uh, clearly, cyber is the new new buzz phrase. However, uh, when you look at what we've been doing for years, it kind of uh, all rolls together. Absolutely. Yeah, I think, you know, there's so much that's happening and, and definitely helpful to have that vantage point and lots of experience uh, throughout the years. And so, you know, when you look at where we're at in healthcare right now, in, in the unique time and space, what are some of the opportunities that you're looking at as well as the headwinds you have your eye on? So have you been looking at healthcare since 2015 with the Anthem breach? Uh, you know, it kind of uh, set the world on fire, if you will. Uh, almost 80 million records compromised in that breach again, 2015. But things have certainly evolved since then. Uh, more ransomware attacks, uh, clearly uh, healthcare being the number one attacked industry. But when you look at the headwinds, it's just a sheer volume of, of the attacks that continue to happen. COVID hit us. Uh, clearly, that changed the world. However, that did not change the cyber threat landscape. In fact, we saw an increase of attacks during COVID. And when you look at what happened from that standpoint, some of the challenges are now being able to stop these cyber attacks, understanding what cyber means to healthcare, which when we look at cybersecurity, it's also a patient safety challenge. And then those headwinds come down to resources. The entire industry is challenged by having enough skill resources across cybersecurity. You know, a, a lot of times you look at what's happening, uh, you have people, they're going out and getting these these uh, degrees in cybersecurity, but the skill set truly isn't there. I like to say, you know, having, you know, those skills in cybersecurity are, are kind of equated to looking at the military. You have your conventional forces, and then you have your special forces. The special forces is what I would say is for cybersecurity. The people who have a true understanding of the capabilities of the adversary, the true capabilities to get that training and understand what they need to defeat or counter those attacks. That's what's happening. So again, just a sheer volume of what's happening in healthcare. Um, the lack of resources is, is uh, a lot of the key challenges and those those headwinds that, that I'm facing as well as a lot of these other healthcare organizations are facing. 
Absolutely. I, that makes a lot of sense. And it's certainly, as you mentioned, something that we hear from organizations and information security officers time and time again, and, and looking at the volume of attacks coming in and, and just the sophistication of the attacks as well. And I loved how you put it as, as a, you know, categorize it as a patient safety challenge for making sure that, you know, framing it to think that way in something that needs to be addressed by the health system and the organization. It can't go by the wayside, even, you know, when there are different challenges uh, in different ways that um, health systems are trying to figure out how to operate differently today. Cybersecurity still has to be a number one focus. And I, I think that's such an interesting way to frame it and, and hopefully has resonated well with your team. So far, so good. Um, you know, our organization, our CEO is, is a great supporter of what we do. Um, you know, so it, it really is part of the fabric here at our organization. Cybersecurity is taken extremely seriously uh, at, at Harris Health System. Absolutely. And, you know, given that very much emphasis on making sure that cybersecurity is front of mind and that everyone within the organization is uh, behaving in a very important way that they need to in order to keep the cybersecurity attacks out, you know, what are some of the ways that you're thinking about development within the cybersecurity growth and in adding value to the organization? How can you really continue to, to support um, overall just eliminating as much as possible some of these um, or preventing some of these attacks. So, so again, as I talk about Harris Health and the great support we, we have from our CEO on down and our, our board of trustees, one of the things that, that w we continuously do is when we onboard new people, um, we also um, make them cyber ambassadors for the organization. So we tell them we need them. We, we explain to them the seriousness of a cyber attack on the organization, you know, the, uh, what an attack can do to clinical operations. So we make them truly understand that this is not just about technology. This is about the patients. You know, we have to have positive patient outcomes, quality of care. All of these things can be impacted from a cyber attack, whether it be ransomware, whether it be a DDoS attack, which we saw uh, earlier this year from the KillNet situation with the Russian sympathizers, it is truly impactful to the business and clinical operations if we were hit with a cyber attack. Now, beyond that, we also talk about resiliency. If it does happen, when it happens, how do we survive from that? So adding that value comes from the top down. It is, again, ingrained into the fabric of our organization. We also ingrain it into our new hires and our current folks that we have here. Um, we are at the table, uh, you know, even from a, a situation where it's just a planning phase, uh, cyber sitting at the table, because we look at it overall of the risk to the organization. So, again, uh, I cannot stress enough is not just from a technology perspective, it is from a risk perspective. So we add growth by uh, making sure that all of our leaders understand that here's the value add of having cyber at the table, here's the value add of us doing our risk assessments, and here uh, are the challenges in the data that points towards if this were to happen, what we can expect. So we do a lot of socializing. We do a lot of education and, and knowledge transfer uh, from the top down and from the bottom up to make sure all of us are understanding from that same lens 
that this is important. It's part of our strategic initiative, and these are things that we must do. It's, again, it's not just a tech thing. This is about business survival, business resiliency, and about our patient safety at the end of the day. Got it. That makes a lot of sense, you know, and it's definitely, I, I love the idea of making each new hire a cybersecurity ambassador and explaining all the different ramifications for the organization, for patient care and otherwise. When you do that, are you literally connecting with all new hires or does it come through a, a video and an aspect of the training? What does that look like? Well, we actually stand in front of uh, our, our mm-hmm. new hires. And now that COVID has uh, gone away and we can have those in-person uh, orientation classes, we actually uh, started last September back in, in front of people. It's been a great experience uh, to talk about you know, what we do and how we're woven into the fabric of the organization. And it, it's, it's as part of our, our core mission. Everybody has to come in and understand their role in protecting the organization. We are here in the Texas Medical Center, uh, which is the largest in the world, and there are a number of adversaries, cyber criminals, who want what we have here. And as you know, uh, patient data is very valuable on the black market, and there's a lot of fraud that can happen uh, with this data. So uh, we like to educate and inform and keep people uh, in the know of what's happening as far as healthcare is concerned, and more importantly, what is going on at Harris Health System. So we certainly uh, like to show that value and give them that information. Absolutely. That sounds great. And I can imagine just really useful for the new hires and everybody coming into the organization. Now, we talked a little bit about this already, but, um, you know, right now with healthcare resources being scarce in, in you know, really thinking through what it takes to run an organization today, staff shortages, et cetera, as well as finances, you know, maybe being a a little bit tighter than they have in the past, but obviously cybersecurity is so important. So where do you see it still being important to make investments um, right now in the cybersecurity space? Well, well, the investments, I I think, again, as you highlighted, uh, there's a lot of tightening of the budgets out there. Um, but when we look at it, you know, you look at understanding the organization. Uh, medical device security is extremely important. If you've paid attention to the omnibus that was passed at the end of uh, 2022 about what the FDA is going to be requiring uh, moving forward. So we look at investment of medical device security, understanding what we have uh, within our clinical operations. So that's almost akin to looking at the assets. So medical device security is extremely important. And then start looking at this new space. There's there's a new acronym that's out there now where you we're talk about the cyber asset attack surface management, right? Chasm. So, you know, we we know we have all these assets, uh, but do we truly know? Uh, did someone bring inside uh, equipment that we're not aware of. So this is about understanding your true organization and understanding the vulnerabilities that are out there and also understanding the controls that we've deployed. Are all of our controls deployed or are they control are these controls deployed properly? And and that's what we look at because as you look at what we do, it's about patient safety, saving lives. So we have to look at the medical device security, and we have to look at the number of assets that we have out here. 
clearly cloud is something that has uh, historically been on the radar for years and years, so we certainly have our eye on that. But we look at you know these new spaces of saying, let's look at all of the assets that we have, and most 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 importantly, let's look at those assets that are used for true patient safety. Got it. I think that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, it's a really systematic way to go through it and make sure that you have all your bases covered and really are in a spot where you're feeling like, you know, you are investing within the cybersecurity as needed. So that, that's so helpful to know and think through. Before we wrap up our conversation today, I wanted to look into the future. Where do you see some of the best opportunities for growth and development? What do you have your eye on as I know the landscape is always changing? Well, as you indicated, it is always changing. And of course, we look at this new buzz that's going on with artificial intelligence, chat GPT. So there are certainly going to be opportunities for automation, which there has been for a while now, automating more things in cybersecurity. However, we're going to come back to that old true, which is people, right? You can also make the argument that humans are more important than the computers. Um, but you have to have a mix of both. So with the speed and volume of these attacks that are happening, we have to be more innovative moving forward uh, with artificial intelligence, uh, having systems that can truly look at what we call the the uh, indicators of compromise, IOCs, and indicators of attack, IOAs, is what we truly have to start looking at and sharing that knowledge. Because it's no good if I see something and and I can stop it, and if I don't share that uh, with other folks in uh, the healthcare industry, and 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 you look at what happens in healthcare, what also happened over in the energy sector, it could also happen in the in the financial sector. So that's where we start. We needing to start looking at that that ecosystem of really being able to share data uh, based upon what we're seeing, also based upon the industry. And, and again, artificial intelligence would be a great help in cyber as you look at all of the good that is uh, that you're hearing about from chat, GPT, and these other AI platforms, but they're also being utilized for bad as well. Cybercrime pays. Uh, they're making money. Nation states, they know what they need to do. So we have to actually take the fight and be one and two steps ahead of those adversaries moving forward. Because again, as you look in healthcare, uh, just this year alone, we're trending to uh, 190 plus reported breaches to the OCR already. And it's just May 10th. So it's not slowing down. We have to change what we're doing. And that's part of that change that we need. That makes a lot of sense and definitely is so helpful to know. And, you know, that change is, is so important. So I, I'm glad that you went through the, all this today. And I've really appreciated our conversation. It's been so much fun to speak with you. Um, thank you for being here today. And Jeffrey, I, I'm looking forward to seeing you in person as well at our Health IT, Digital Health and Revenue Cycle event in October. I know a lot of these talking points will be, uh, you know, something will be discussed even further in depth and certainly looking forward to just your insights and expertise there. Likewise, Laura. Thank you for having me.
It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Mm -hmm.